welcome to Change Space, where we explore how God's story is changing our stories, growing our minds stronger and healthier, transforming our relationships with Him, with ourselves, and others. I'm your host, Ruth Stephen Kolpilai, and I'm so excited to discover with you how God's story is changing our stories. There's a tightness to my chest. There's a constriction in my throat because it is Wednesday night and I have been saying out loud all sorts of words, trying to get a sense from God, what am I going to be talking about for the next episode? This journey of trust that you have me on, God, where I don't get to know from one episode to the next what the topic will be, other than I'm guessing trust seems to be an underlying theme so far. Ah, And it's Wednesday night, and I had hoped for Thursday morning to have an episode done, and yet nothing has come together. I've been at this place before, you know. I had to give a talk a little over a year and a half ago, and it wouldn't come together. It just wouldn't come together and I was getting panicky and I was literally having this wrestling match with God of like, okay, you've proven your trustworthiness to me, God, but what is this? It's like hours before I'm going to be speaking in front of a group of people and I hate public speaking. I get so nervous And I don't know what I'm saying. I have all of these things that I could say, but I don't have an order, a rhyme or a reason. Wow, it was so crazy. And yet, as I was driving the morning of that talk, which happened to be a Saturday, I realized, because I was trying to stay with God, in this wrestling match of wondering what the heck is going on, I realized he helped me see and perceive that he was working a work of freedom for me in not giving me a planned put together talk because he knew I have been living my life working really hard to please him to please others so I could feel safe. And you know what that stance is in the brain? The limbic system. That part of the brain I've talked about in the previous episodes where my identity was initially getting shaped in childhood and is meant to grow past the limbic system with the integration with my prefrontal cortex to mature and grow. But guess what? I've got a lot of stuck places in my limbic system that go to war against my prefrontal cortex and shut my prefrontal cortex down. The limbic system has the power to do that. That self-assessment is powerful when it is all about self-preservation in our brains. And God was taking me on a journey into freedom with this trust building of having to speak without things clearly mapped out. And I actually said in that talk, 
that neurons were firing that had never fired before, because that's what happens, guys, when we do something new. There is a new connectivity that takes place. Neurons that didn't know each other get acquainted. But if you never do that new thing again, if you don't repeat it, those neurons that had connected for the first time, they don't get to meet up and hang out again. And so I'd actually said in that talk, well, mm, I've got neurons that are firing together right now. They're all happy getting to know each other, but they won't fire again to develop this new neural pathway in my brain unless I do this again. And even as I said it, I was horrified by what was coming out of my mouth. And I quickly tried to step back from it and said, ah, you know what I mean? Like doing something new. It doesn't have to be speaking in public. Well, this podcast doesn't have me facing you if you are listening to this, but it's being put out into a public space. God has a sense of humor. He knows what I need in ways I don't even know that will bring me to freedom from living in my limbic system and the chaotic, crazy, boundaryless emptiness that comes from living in that limbic system. He is doing a work of freedom for me in having me not know what I'm meant to say, but having me walk with him. I mentioned Moses last time. As we talked about the characteristics of God that are found in how God describes himself in Exodus 34 to Moses, and as a part of the description of God's character, also sharing with you Galatians 5, where Paul describes the fruit of the Spirit. When you read the whole story, you start to see this picture of the Holy Spirit drawing us to Jesus because the Holy Spirit deeply desires to bring us closer to Jesus so we can start to have this intimate, freeing, trusting relationship with Jesus, that this relationship is a game changer in each of our lives. The characteristics of God include compassion, grace, and a bounding, abundant love that is so fiercely loyal and sweet and truth. Those are the qualities of God's character and the expression of them are going to be seen in the fruit of a character that expresses love because it lives in love, expresses joy because this person is living in joy with Jesus, peace because this person is finding peace with Jesus and so on as the list continues. That's not me. I am not peaceful. I am not joyful. I am at heart one of the most pessimistic, mistrustful people I've ever met. And yet God has gotten me trusting people in ways I never imagined and trusting him in ways I never imagined. And now he's teaching me to stop trusting myself in the limbic system but to meet him in my prefrontal cortex so that I can learn to trust myself as I am with him in this freedom walk. This might sound really confusing to you. 
If you have grown up a Christian, this might sound confusing. If you have not grown up a Christian, this might sound confusing. And so I will take us back to that story of Moses. Moses took a step of trust. Then another and another and another and started to realize God was more trustworthy than he had thought. That's like me. Now, in order to discover this truth, he needed to give God his attention and time. And I'll be honest with you, I gave God some of my attention and time. And when I did a little comparison of people around me, I pretty pridefully came to the conclusion I was giving him more time and attention than most people, and he should be satisfied with what he got. Except God knew that isn't the way a healthy person is grown. We can't just do things a little bit and hope it is sufficient when we are dealing with life and death matters, truth over lies matters of self and identity. So Moses, he gives God more and more of his attention and more and more of his time. And as he's putting more time and attention into seeing and hearing God, he starts discovering he wants to give God more time than what he used to. The more time Moses is giving God, the more Moses is also finding himself being changed. And that has been my trajectory. Just like Moses, I thought I could fix things, figure things out on my own because I have learned to be mistrustful. And remember from the first episode, Erickson's model of developmental growth is that the first relationship conflict is going to come down to trust versus mistrust. And if we land in mistrust, our brains are going to grow much more dependent on the limbic system and have a much harder time growing healthy prefrontal cortexes, that part of our brain that is much more mature in capacity, invested in growing, reliable, capable of taking in truth, understanding time, knowing the difference between the past and the present and the future. Yeah, that sophisticated part of our brains that is necessary for us to grow and mature into integrated, self-regulating people. That's a part that needs to be strengthened in my mind as God is working out developmentally for me, my trust issues, where I depend on myself, even though I don't even trust myself all the time, because I just don't trust God. Don't think he's dependable or trustworthy. And I'm delighted to report he has been proving me wrong and growing trust in my brain, strengthening my prefrontal cortex to where I'm actually doing a podcast where I'm talking without an outline. And it freaks me out. As I have been trying to figure out what I was going to say for what I hoped would be a published episode tomorrow morning, Thursday morning, because I'm doing this Wednesday night, I noticed tension building up inside of me, my body starting to protest. My body, the first place of my identity has some trust building to do with God. And this podcast is giving me ample opportunity to practice it, to breathe slower, to 
recognize that God is here with me, automatically giving my prefrontal cortex the capacity to have the flexibility to say, does it really matter when the next episode drops for anybody but for you? Is this the point or is the point what you've known the point to be all along? Learning to trust and discovering more freedom from mistrust and fear as a result. I will take this journey over playing it safe, guys. This journey of trust building that Jesus calls us to is one of risk-taking. And I'm very risk-averse. And yet, I would miss out on so much if I did not try to do, just as Moses did, giving God my attention, giving God my time, and finding that the more attention I put on him, the more time I give him, the more he's starting to change me in ways I didn't even know I needed. If you are someone who struggles with anxiety, as I have for most of my life, if you find that you face life braced for things to go wrong, if you paused and asked the Holy Spirit to help you do a body scan and you realized your muscles are tight, you're clenched, your jaw is clenched, you've got pressure building up in your head with headaches, your ears hurt from the jaw clenching, your throat can constrict, your chest feels like there is something sitting on it. Welcome to some of the symptoms of anxiety that I experience in my body as I'm speaking to you right now. And yet, I stop, even as I say this, and remember who made me Who breathed life into me? And who gave me the capacity to use my breath to speak these words out loud, meaning them, every single one, and then getting the privilege of sharing them with you? Take a breath with me. Take a deep breath with me. And let it out in a deep sigh. The the neuroscience is showing to us that is soothing for the limbic system. So I breathe in God and I let out some fear as I speak these words to you and let you know this journey with God, it's worth it. But it is not for the timid. And he gives us the courage to take on the risk of discovering how very loved you are. So breathe in, being loved. Breathe out the distress. And allow yourself to be loved in this moment. Remember, to grow trust requires love. God loves you. God loves me. And it is His love that grows trust.
grows our capacity to not just learn new things, but unlearn the lies from our mistrusting experiences and relearn what life looks like when we walk in the freedom that comes from being loved by this good, good God.